Hey Purpose Peeps, this is Dina Wiggins of DinaWiggins.com, your sister in purpose and me sultans. So today, Purpose Peeps, I want to welcome you. I welcome you to the Sparkfly, the place where our growing community of Purpose Peeps comes together to unlock. Unlock what sparks you, unlock what makes you come alive, and learn from other Purpose Peeps how to leverage it, how to build your sparked life and create real results that matter. So purpose piece, one question. Are you ready? Let's go. Hey, Purpose Peeps, this is Dina, your sister in purpose and resultant, and welcome, welcome, welcome to Podcast 3. And in this podcast, we're going to unbundle and unpack the nature of the spark. But first, let's have a recap of our last time together. So we talked about just what the spark is, and you had some homework. And um, several of you reached out and shared your um, insights and shared your experiences around that. And it was really cool. And I want to share with you a couple of those, actually several of those, um, just so that you can hear some of the big ahas that came out of that exercise. So Nikki noticed that um, sparks were happening in certain area, in a certain area of her home. Like she would just have these experiences, these aha moments, um, these, um, sparks of, um, thoughts and things that were kind of bigger than she was, that she could kind of grab a hold of and, um, that would lead her to her next inspired action steps. So, um, what she did in response to that, and I love this, is that she says that she's going to be spending um, prayer and more prayer and meditation time intentionally in this area. So way to go, Nikki. Great insight and a great response. And then Joel noticed that he keeps getting similar spark moments, um, like like there's, there's a common thread. So he said that he will crank up his response. I love that, Joel. And so first he'll just write down um, what's happening. So just to acknowledge that um, something's coming through, something's happening. So the first thing is just to acknowledge it. And then second, to offer some sincere asks about, well, hey, what does this mean? Like, I don't even want to take for granted that I can understand something. I feel like something um, that's bigger um, than me and my current thinking is happening. So let me ask some questions. Um, let me throw some things out there and um, wait and, and get a response back. So way to go, Joel. That's really, um, that's really cool. And so Paul says that um, he didn't connect initially, that his inspired ideas were really sparks until he realized how they give him life and how they give him a jolt. And we talked about that um, spark can feel like um, that defibrillator that's like pumping life back into us, um, that's um, jolting us alive. And so he realized just, wait a minute, I'm having these things. I just wouldn't call them that. And so now I can be more intentional about them. And he says that his first response actually is being more intentional about capturing them. So way to go, Paul. And so um, these are three examples of people just taking some inventory and kind of understanding how they take and understanding what their spark moments are like 
and um, just um, really being more intentional about the response. And those were three different responses, but they were deeply meaningful and impactful about what um, these purpose peeps uncovered about their sparks. So way to go. We can all do this. And um, this is really laying the foundation of really being intentional about living the sparks life. Okay. So um, the nature of the spark. So I want to share with you a poem. And this poem was really the backdrop of my book, Divine Spark. And so it goes like this. The spark in you, the spark in me, connects us to eternity. When it ignites in you, it ignites in me and leads us to our destiny. Wow, guys. I mean, that is really simple, keep it super simple, but really impactful at the same time. And so if we just break that down and unpack that a little bit. So um, the spark in you, the spark in me. Well, that in and of itself says that the spark, the nature of the spark is that it exists in all of us. So we're all purpose peaks. Ta-da! And that's why I love calling you purpose peeps, just to um, kind of acknowledge that about you, about all of us. Um, And then secondly, connects us to eternity. So we talked um, in one of the previous podcasts about how um, the spark can be familiar um, because it's ours. It exists um, within us and it's just like kind of activated at a point in time where we kind of recognize it. And so these things came from, you know, God, they came from our creator. Um, And some people um, can resonate with them being um, sacred contracts. Um, And there's a whole lovely body of work around that. But it's these things that were um, kind of imparted to us. And, um, you know, that's really what kind of connects us to the beginning. It connects us to the beginning of our lives. It connects us to the beginning of us being these beautiful, wonderful souls having a human experience. And so the next line, when it ignites in you, so there's an an appointed time for that ignition. And I think we talked about um, the ignition being a part of the actionable um, definition of spark and how that really relates to our community of purpose peeps, because we're not really we're not really relating to it as just um, the noun experience. We're relating to it as also the verb experience or how we're going to take action. Um, And we're going to talk about that a little more when we get into another aspect of the nature of the spark and it ignites in me. So there's um, like a multi-layered kind of thing happens with these sparked moments. Okay. And I think um, one of the things I love, love, love to share is that there's always more. And I talk about that in um, my blog, um, hashtag spark notes, that you can um, check out on um, www.dinawiggins.com and it was a series about um, just the nature of purpose and I talk about how there's always more it's like purpose unfolds there's always more we can think um, at one level of consciousness that it's about you know one thing and then as time progresses we'll see more and more of that story and that's what I love about this living the spark life and following our trail, our trail of sparks because they always lead to our version of more. 
And it's just a beautiful, beautiful aspect of living the sparked life. And um, next line, and leads us to our destiny. So these sparked um, uh, events, right? They are um, purposeful. You know, they just don't lead us to more. They lead us to our destiny, what we're kind of here to do, what the, the thing that the things, because, um, it, because purpose unfolds, it's not just like just this one thing. It's like, it just unfolds like a flower and just kind of leads us on this, um, journey, our journey, um, to really, really live out fulfillment in that we are living the destiny of our design, like why we're here. And it's just, it's really beautiful. And um, the last line connects and it connects us um, to our uh, sparked relationships. And now here's where we want to get into, um, oh, some juiciness. So um, when I wrote Divine Spark, I was kind of um, unpacking um, just what my friends and I know about um, Divine Spark moments and um, what we experience with one another when we're just kind of um, channeling and we are, um, supporting what's unfolding in our lives and, um, and we get rejuvenated, we get jolted by it, we get sparked by it. So just being, um, a witness, um, to what someone else is experiencing, it's also a gift to you. And, um, these things are just not, you know, happening so that we can just have these moments and they're kind of like in this bottle and, oh, wow, that's great. It's kind of like to propel us more. And a little later, I'm going to talk more about, um, what was uncovered in the book, Divine Spark, and how that kind of relates to these type of wonderful, wonderful relationships. So, um, let's flip the script and talk about what could possibly happen when there's no response to being sparked. Like we got to go there, purpose peeps. So, you know, what kind of happens? So the spark can fizzle out, right? Um, So the way that um, the spark catches on to more, it's through our responses. It's like what we add to it. Um, And if you don't know what to do, that's cool. That's great. Because guess what? Um, Through the wonderful examples of our purpose peeps, like with Nikki, maybe just be um, more intentional about just be having them. Or like Paul, maybe just um, seeing something um, with new eyes and just writing it down. And um, then how about Joel? Joel says, well, you know what? I want to go back and I want to ask some questions. You know, I want to offer up some sincere ask so I can really understand like what's happening in the moment. So, um, those are all responses that kind of, you know, keep it going, but you know, guess what? It's not all onerous on us, right? Because it didn't come from us. We're responding to it. Right. And so if you remember, I think it may have been the first episode where I gave the example that my wonderful, wonderful Papa gave me when I told him I wanted to write this book. And, um, you know, he just gave me, um, you know, just some of his like insights about life and it was really wonderful. And some of them actually ended up in the preface of the book, divine spark. And so, um, and he was a, um, boy scout leader for many, 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 many years. And his wise, his wise advice was about, um, starting a fire, um, and how once the, um, spark emerges, how you have to 
throw stuff on it just to keep it going. And he used that as a wonderful analogy about what happens in our lives, Purpose Peeps. So yeah, we get sparked and sometimes life will throw some stuff on that spark to keep it going, right? And sometimes that stuff um, is a positively perceived, um, you know, happenstance. And then sometimes it's our junk. It's the stuff that we're like, oh man, not that. But what it's doing is it's really um, providing some fuel to keep it going, to keep it going. So let's unpack this a little more. What if we, Purpose Peeps, in our community, we just started to view life events as either, either the rubbing thing that happens in the beginning to create the spark or... Um, what, throwing what we perceive as junk on the spark to keep it going. So we're even in a state of being prepared for the spark or being responding to the spark. How about that? You know, so life really gives us like our signature spark. Like our spark has the hues, the aroma, the color, the crackling that's like unique to us based on our life experiences. So the first place the spark life exists, Purpose Peace, is really within our minds. So if we can transform our, we can transform our lives rather with what we hold in our wonderful, wonderful minds. So the spark life um, it's not only about like the grand finales in our lives, the where, where everything kind of comes together and it's like, oh, that's what this was all about. Oh, OK, I get it. It's also it's also about um, just our choice to be intentional about living this spark life and the awe of being available to our sparks when they happen and then following up with some inspired action to keep it going until our next is revealed to us. And now here's where I want to tie this back to um, those divine spark um, relationships because in those divine spark relationships, they kind of help us to reveal what the sparks are really about. It kind of helps us and it kind of affirms us in our experience, um, you know, so that we can stay present to what is happening in our lives and we can kind of deeply uh, have a deeper commitment to, wow, I really am in a process. Like, wow, this, this spark is really going somewhere. And um, no one really has to have it all figured out. Um, no one really has to say, um, um, you know, try to take control of it. It's like, wow, it's really happening. And I think that's what's so powerful about that um, poem is that you're acknowledging the spark in you and the spark in me. And when it, it and that connects us to eternity and then when it ignites in you, it ignites in me and leads us to our destiny. So, um, we can appreciate, wow, you're, you know, having this, um, you know, ignition. Oh my goodness. That's also available to me, you know, and it allows us to kind of um, settle into, um, you know, whatever the time frame is for our divine appointment. Okay. With whatever's going to spark us and propel us to our next. So back to these um, divine spark relationships. So in my book, divine spark, I begin to unbundle, um, what purpose, what happens purpose peeps. Um, when, um, if you ever heard someone with say the saying, um, Oh my goodness, that made my baby leap. 
<laughs> so in my circle of, um, I call them sister flames and brother flames. Cause we have these moments, you know, all the time. And so I was like, wow, like that really jazzed me. That really sparked me. That really set off something. Let me just jot that down. I really don't understand it in the moment or whatever, but you know, something just happened. Oh my goodness. Thanks you so much for sharing that with me. We have moments like that all the time. And, um, I really am starting to embrace them more and more. Um, um, it's just these destiny moments. So they're not the big bang, but there's, they're the things that lead to, um, you know, those, um, gestalt moments, those, um, grand finales, those, um, big ahas. I mean, this is like the journey to it. And so that's what I think is so beautiful about considering that we're living this sparked life. We are living this sparked life. And so, um, going back to the book. So, um, what I was led to do was to really unpack that and make it more conversational for more purpose peeps rather than just my, um, close, um, circle. And it was uh, just a divine honor to be able to do that. And so in truth, that came from the story of Mary and Elizabeth in the Bible. That's this, this is the origin of, um, you know, my understanding about divine spark relationships. So what was really cool was that, um, it's the story actually starts off with, um, Elizabeth's husband, Zacharias, and there's an angel that visits Zacharias and, um, Zacharias is, and his wife, Elizabeth are older in age, right? So that kind of gives us another, another clue about the nature of sparks, which is that it's not about, um, age. So whatever age we are, purpose peeps, we're still in the sparked life. Okay. Um, and so Zacharias, he is, um, he's just doing his job. He's working. So he was working in the priesthood. His job was to light the incense. So he's just doing his thing, you know? Um, but on this particular day, um, he had an amazing experience just, just going about life, doing his thing. And isn't that what happens to us purpose peeps when we have our spark moments? We're just doing our thing, right? And then um, something happened. So an angel appeared before him. We know this angel to be um, Gabrielle. And we know that the nature of angels is that they are messengers of God. So they have, um, you know, something to share with us, right? And so this angel shared that... Um, that um, Zacharias's wife, Elizabeth, was going to become um, pregnant and she was going to have a son and the son was going to be named John. And it just told him just, you know, some really um, big highlights about John's life. Right. And so um, one of the first things um, that um, Zacharias did to respond is that he questioned. So with, with Zacharias, it was a little different because he kind of questioned like, oh, can this happen? Rather than just the question of, well, wait a minute. Um, you know, what does this mean? What do I need to do? What do I do? You know, whatever that, that accepting posture. So that's what we can do purpose peeps. When we get these, um, whether it's an angel that's before us or just something that, um, kind of drops into our, um, consciousness or, or if you're like, um, Paul and you just, and you have these like really big inspired ideas that you know are kind of bigger than you. Um, so the, one of the first things that we can do is take a page from this story and just go back and ask the, go back and ask some questions, believing that this is for us. Like, wow, this is amazing. Thank you so much. 
what do I do first? What do I do next? You know, what do you want me to do with this? Um, you know, how can I respond to this? This is amazing. So the first thing we, we want to do is we want to embrace it as a part of us living our sparked life. And so um, he goes and he, Elizabeth becomes pregnant. And what's funny is that Elizabeth kept this pregnancy hidden for like five months. So nobody really knew, right? And so it's funny. And here's what's really cool, guys. I didn't even catch this initially. But when um, Luke starts talking about um, um, Mary's experience with the um, angel Gabriel and her message about um, Jesus and her impending pregnancy, it doesn't start off with Mary. It doesn't start off with Jesus. It doesn't start off. It starts off with Elizabeth. And it starts off with letting you know that Elizabeth is now six months along. So that in and of itself lets you know, hey, wait a minute, something's tied here with these relationships. And it's just, it's beyond the fact that they're just cousins, right? Because the context and the frame of reference for this wonderful story begins with acknowledging that Elizabeth is in her sixth month of pregnancy. Okay, so he's telling her about um, her impending pregnancy and um, he's telling her about um, the life and nature, you know, of Jesus. But then he also tells her about her cousin who also has this immaculate conception with her husband and they're way beyond the childbirth, um, you know, years. Right. And so that allows Elizabeth to kind of lean in more. And so that's like the nature of these sparked relationships, because when the spark ignites in you and it ignites in me, it's like it allows you to lean into the possibility of what's happening. And that's really important. And then we also don't want to forget about the relationship between the the messenger and the, the receiver of the message, because that's a divine spark relationship. Just that, um, you know, that um, you can kind of lean into your destiny because it was kind of revealed to you in a way um, that was unique to the recipient. So the recipient would know like what to do, what's my next inspired action step or whatever to see this thing fulfilled. And then what does, and what does Mary do? Mary goes back with a question and she says, how can this be? Because, you know, um, I'm not married and I've never been with anyone. How can this be? And so um, that I think that I think actually after that question is actually when um, the angel kind of tells her about her cousin so that she can kind of lean in. And that's exactly what she does. And she says, um, and because the angel says this is possible because all things are possible with God. All things are possible. And then she's allowed. And then she says, well, just as you say it is, um, so let it be or something like that. And so she kind of leans in. But then what does she do? She immediately goes to Elizabeth. And see, here's where the story gets so juicy, purpose peeps. She goes to Elizabeth and you got to think, and nobody at this point really even knows that Elizabeth is pregnant, right? There's no Facebook there's no telephone. She just goes, jumps to it. And when she comes into Elizabeth's home and Elizabeth hears Mary speak, the, it says the Holy Spirit came upon her 
and her baby leaped for joy. John the Baptist leaped for joy. And Elizabeth, who is filled with the Holy Spirit, and now the Holy Spirit's job is to inform. The Holy Spirit's job is to impart wisdom. And so she starts talking about um, the, 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 the fulfillment of prophecy that um, Mary is carrying. And so at that point, Mary writes the song of Mary. And so she even gets deeper and deeper into her commitment about her destiny because of this experience and this relationship and this impartation and this affirmation from her cousin Elizabeth. So when my friends and I get together and we talk about the things that we are birthing, using birthing as a metaphor, when we think about the ideas that are coming through us, when we think about the seeds that have been imparted to us, when we think about the sparks that ha- that we have received, when we think about the di- divine downloads that we are getting, like Paul, these thoughts that are just like bigger than, um, and these visions that are bigger than us, Okay. Um, and then we share them with um, people, with entrusted people that are in our inner circle. And they can allow us to go deeper into connecting and committing to these new happenings that are happening in our lives, that are miraculous, that are our version of miraculous, that are bigger than us, that require inspired action steps because they're, they're new. They're new to us. They are a new experience to us. It's these relationships that kind of like, you know, cheer us on and allow us to go um, deeper into our commitment to see these sparks through. They allow us to go deeper into our commitment to ensure that these sparks are, you know, um, actually sustained and they become um, ignited and they become these flames that kind of, you know, propel us forward and give us our um, divine action steps. So this is like the huge, huge thing in the nature of, um, in the nature of the spark, because there are all these different um, catalysts at play that allow that spark to evolve and grow over time and to direct our lives and to direct our um, next inspired action steps. So relationships are critical. They're critical. And um, so now if we go back and we look at the um, definition of the spark that we talked about the other day, just a second, let me bring that up. Um, Okay, yeah. An ignited or fiery um, particle such as is thrown off by burning wood or produced by one hard body striking against another. So this goes back to just that process of Um, What's going to either life is helping us to create the spark or um, if we think about it. um, Oh, wow. I love this. A trace of life or vitality. So a trace of life. So what can we do to the spark to um, sustain its life? Right. Um, You know, how do we respond? Like the the defibrillator has been pumped on our chest. We got a spark. Now, what do we do to sustain that? Because we, we can't live being kind of, you know, um, you know, pumped up like that. Like that just kind of like jolted us. 
Um, so like one of our purpose peeps was saying, you know, like, I think it was Paul was saying that, you know, something jolted him, something happened. And so now we have the wonderful opportunity of really being more intentional about, you know, how we respond to these things when they happen. Now that we're kind of uncoding and we're unlocking, like, what's our recipe? Like, what's our experience around this or whatever? And, um, you know, just having some um, availing ourselves to have the divine spark moments, because I think it was in the last episode, the last podcast, um, we talked about how, you know, um, some people don't get it. Like some people don't get it and it's okay. And, um, you know, what we can do is just be a strong demonstration of what living the spark life is really about. Right. And, um, as, as, as our, um, countenance changes, as our, um, you know, our life evolves by making this um, transformation to happen in our hearts and in our mind, guess what? That's the best, um, Um, demonstration. That's the best way to kind of share with others about that and have them ask, Hey, what's going on with you? You know, I'm noticing something's different or whatever. And you can just talk about your experiences and it's all cool. But there are some people um, that will be kind of planted in our lives where, you know, they're having their experience and you're having your experience. Kind of like Mary was having her experience. I'm sorry, Elizabeth was first. Elizabeth was having her experience wherever she was in the world. And Mary was having her experience in a different part of the world. But when they came together, um, they um, solidified um, their destiny and um, Elizabeth's baby left. And so just living the sparked life will avail you to kind of match up energetically and kind of match up with the with the divine appointments you know, and things that are happening, you know, all around us with the people that, you know, can kind of get it, that we're waiting for you to just kind of, um, you know, be a present witness to what they're experiencing so that they, like Mary and Elizabeth, can go deeper and deeper into the commitment of um, the full realization of um, the, the purpose of the spark. And um, that's what I'm about. I'm about realized purpose like fulfillment, like not just having these moments, but what were the moments for? What was I created for? To get to that fully um, realized, um, to that fully um, realized uh, experience around the purpose of your spark. So purpose peeps, this week, I really want you to kind of take an inventory, take an inventory about your um, divine spark relationships. Who have you been around that's kind of helped you to have your baby sleep? Who have you been around where you can share um, an idea or something that's happening? And then it's just like this exchange and, um, It takes you further than where you were when you first um, began the conversation. Who are you? Who are you? Who is um, a purpose peep that even acknowledges that you are pregnant with purpose, that you are um, that is it's that that your spark is something that will evolve and that are like um, in it with you for the journey and experience, not telling you 
you know, what it should be, how it, how it could be, but just saying, you know, wow, this is amazing. What are you going to do next? Like, um, have you, have you offered some sincere ask about this? This is really, really cool. What's next for you? Or wow, let me know what happens next. Or they, like, they are just like, um, in it to win it. They're your destiny relationships. What about um, when you are talking with someone about something that sparked you and then the other person says something that enhances what you understand about your spark? Let me say that again. You are sharing something about your spark and then someone has another key to the puzzle that fits to your piece. Destiny relationship. Because let me tell you something, um, and we'll talk more um, at, a, at a later podcast about massively transformative purpose. Ooh, that's the thing. And oh, I can't wait to unpack that with you. Um, but everything doesn't have to be a massively transformative purpose. But if you have a huge, huge, huge vision with what is being um, and what you're and how you're being sparked, just know this. Um, we can't fulfill those things by ourselves. We we can't. You know, we can we can hold the vision. We can cast the vision. We can hook our caboose with other people and resources that help us bring these big things to pass. But they're never intended for us to do them solo as solo projects because they they will not. They we can't do it. We can't do it. And so it's designed for us to hook up with our um, divine spark relationships and our destiny relationships. So I just want you to just have a little inventory about that. And you know what? If you don't have anything to put on your list right now, then um, just hold the intention and offer some sincere asks about about having these relationships um, that really support your spark and also being a support for someone else's spark. Because if you think about it, when we go back to the story and we look at... um, at um, Zacharias, um, he was just doing his own thing. He was serving. He was doing his own thing when he had this huge, huge spark moment um, with the angel Gabriel and with this this wonderful, wonderful assignment that would change our history. And so just um, not just um, in, you know, how someone can support you, but how can you be a support? You know, and just see what happens and see what your responses are to that sincere ask and move from there. Um, and and um, we don't have to like, con- um, you know, make these relationships do what they do. They just are, you know, they just are. They just they just happen. Um, they're bigger than us. They're linked to visions that are bigger than us. And they're just it's just wonderful, wonderful, a wonderful um, life experience. And so that's my sincere ask for every one of the every one of you purpose peeps. Okay, so let's just start with acknowledging them around us. And um, one of the things that I've been working on this year is what we place our attention on grows. So just the fact that we are um, that we create this list when we do this homework assignment, just the fact that we are. um, you know, lending energy to that, we will allow that aspect of ourselves to grow. Awesome sauce. And so this time let's change our, let's change our, um, um, affirmation for this week. 
Let's change it. Let's just say I'm living my sparked life now and everything is either helping to create my spark or keeping my spark going. And I'm thankful. So let's just um, practice that um, affirmation over and over again. It's just wonderful because we always want to offer that we are living our sparked life now because that builds our awareness. And then life events are either happening to reveal our spark or to sustain our spark. And so how, how does life unfold if we take on that perspective? And then also the ending, and I'm grateful because that's always a good place to be. Right, Purpose Peeps? Just thankful and grateful for the wonderful experience. Um, I'd love to hear your comments and your questions. You can email me at info at Dina Wiggins, D-E-N-A-W-I-G-G-I-N-S dot com. You can go to the um, Facebook page at Dina for your purpose. And there will be a post there if you want to share um, any of your experiences about um, what came up for you in doing this homework assignment and just assessing those um, divine spark um, relationships. Okay, Purpose Peeps, until next time. Don't be blind.